There you are. How can you do it? You can't. On the day of Pentecost, what made the Holy Spirit come? They was in one accord. And that's what made the Holy Spirit come. And now, they was, that's the way we ought to be now. And then the Holy Spirit can come upon us. Well, then, these kings, they made a, an alliance among them, and they went over to fight the Syrians. And when on the road up, they went, see, hastily, not consulting the Lord. That's the way you do when you get mixed up with unbelievers. When you claim your healing here and go outside and somebody say, Oh, it's nonsense. There's nothing to it. Don't believe that. That's psychology. You're just mentally worked up. Look out. Right there is the biggest danger line you ever hit. You separate yourself from that person right then. Have nothing else to do with them at all. Nothing. How do you do? If they want to be led to the Lord, you do so. But keep yourself away from unbelief. See, you can't do it because every person... You go into a church. I just wanted to challenge this to the ministers. You go into a church and watch the way that minister behaves himself. His congregation will do the same thing. It's exactly right. See, you just watch it. Go into a church and watch just the way the pastor teaches. and what you, It's that spirit. A kindred spirit. So let's stay among believers. Let's stay where we belong. Don't get on Satan's ground. You remember, how many remember those old toboggan slides? See, you kept sliding around, laid the toboggan down, and slide around, see how close you could come all at once? Gone. It ain't how close you can walk to sin without sin, and it's how far you can stay away from it. The old Scotchman said one time when there was a hill he had to ascend yonder, he had some drivers there, said, I can ascend that hill driving these six head of horses and the coach and drive within six inches of the rim of that mountain and go around at a full gallop. I'm a teamster. The Scotsman scratched his head. Then he said, I, the other one said, I can ascend it and drive within four inches of the rim all the way around with my team and never fall off. So let me take you. They said, what about you? To the third man. He said, sir. He said, I claim to be a good teamster, but I stay just as far over as I can. He said, you're the one who's going to take me. See, it isn't how close you can go and how much you can play around it. It's how far you can stay away from it. That's the next thing, getting away from it. And don't hook yourself around unbelief. Now, when this meeting is closed, you'll go out somewhere and somebody say, well, I'll tell you, I got that figured out, see? Now, that was a mind reading. That was this, that, and the devil will rob everything away from you that God has given you. What you do when you've got it in your heart, you just keep moving on saying, God, give me more, give me more. And blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness. See? If you even hunger for it, you're blessed just to hunger for it. See? It's a blessing because you've got enough God in you to hunger for righteousness. Now, now listen closely. Then, the first thing you know, they found out they didn't fetch a compass. They went out without asking God, and they got in trouble. You always get in trouble if you go do something without asking God. That's true. And they said, they said, well, God's brought us out here to die. There was a righteous man among them, Jehoshaphat. So he said, isn't there a prophet somewhere of the Lord that we could uh, consult? And one said, well, I know where there's a little hut sitting down here somewhere a few miles back that and Elijah, the, he poured water on Elisha's hands, and the, the mantle's up on him, and he's a prophet. Maybe we could go ask him. So he said, we'll go down and ask him. And when he got up in front of the cabin where old Elisha was, why, Elisha walked out, and there was Jerome, Jezebel's boy, Ahab's son, sitting there. And he said, they begin to tell off the Lord has brought us out here, and we're starving to death, and our cattle's out without water. He said, well, why don't you get to your mother's gods? 
Why don't you get to your daddy's gods? Why'd you come to me? See? Oh, he talked to him sassy, the prophet did. He said, why don't you go to them? And after he got all stewed up as it was, then he said, if it wasn't that I respected the presence of Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even look at you. See? Or see you. I said, I respect this renowned believer here. Here's a man among you, and Ahab, you had no business doing that, linking yourself up amongst these unbelievers. But for your sake, I'm going in to pray. He said, bring me a minstrel. You know, someone told me not long ago, said, Brother Branham, music in the church is wrong. I said, it is. I said, do you think God changes in nature? No. I said, then when the prophet got all stewed up, and they said, bring a minstrel. And when the minstrel began to play, the hand of the Lord come upon the prophet. And if, if music brought the power of God then, it'll bring the power of God now. That's just exactly. God's still same God. See, And the prophet, now you might not be the prophet, but you can be the minstrel or you can be part of it anyhow to bring the power of God. And you, and just, they started to pray. And Elisha got in the spirit and he saw a vision. Now he said, when he saw the vision, he said, go out yonder in that desert, right where you're at, and go to digging ditches. And uh, dig them out. For thus saith the Lord, you'll not hear any wind, any rain, but there'll be water that'll come from the way of the wilderness. Why, where'd that water come from? From that rock, that smitten rock that was in the wilderness. That's right. It was back there somewhere. It might have been covered up, but there was a smitten rock in there that Moses smote coming through the wilderness. And that smitten rock still lays yonder, too can be touched tonight. Waters of life. And I noticed. Now, they went without any evidence of having water. The first thing they had to do was prepare a ditch for the water to come in. You get what I mean? My time's up. I'll have to hurry get this point. Look. The deeper they dug, the more waters they got. Every time they dig, maybe you stick your shovel down, you'd hit an old tin can. Throw it out. That's that guy that says the days of miracles is past. Just kick him out of the way. Dig on. Get down there another and you hit another one. And he says, well, I'll tell you what. I believe these things are, are just simply a cycle work of mental telepathy or something. Kick him out of the way and keep digging. <laughs> That's right. The deeper you dig, more water you're going to have. Is that right? So right now, just lay aside and say, I may get healed tomorrow night. I may get healed tomorrow afternoon in the service. Just lay that thing aside and say, I'm going to get healed right now. This is the time. I'm going to dig a ditch here that when the Holy Spirit falls, my heart's going to fill up and I'm going to jump up and start running and I'm going to praise God. And I'm going to be healed. That's all. See, deeper you dig, the more waters you'll have. And now they didn't hear any rain. They didn't see any rain, rather. There was no clouds, no wind, no thunder, no lightning, but there was water there. Oh, my. Don't you worry. You get the ditch ready, God will produce the water. You get all the unbelief out of the way, and God will produce the rest of it. If you think you can't walk, rise to your feet and find out. Take Jesus at, your, at his word. If you think you can't see, jerk your hands above your eyes and ask God to give you sight and watch what takes place and believe it. If you haven't walked in months and say, I'm too weak to walk, rise on your feet and see what takes place. Say, Jesus Christ, I come with a pure heart to you. Get that ditch ready and watch what takes place. Yes, sir. Then the next morning when they come, when the waters begin to come about the time of the morning sacrifice, there came the waters when everything was laying in order, and the waters begin to pour down through, came, come from the way of the wilderness. And the first thing you know, the enemy saw it, and they rushed in, and they was laying in ambush. 
They run over their lands, the Israelites did, and they stopped up every well they had, cut down every tree they had, marred every piece of ground. And brother, if there ever was a time, listen to me, as I speak in the name of the Lord, if there ever was a time that the Christian people who's called by the name of Jesus' disciples, if there ever was a time that the church who believes in righteousness and the power of God, if there ever was a time you ought to dig a ditch and get a stone of a testimony in your hand and mark some of these old coal farmer wells around here, it's time to do it now. That's right. That's right. All right, let's get going. That's right. God will spread a vision here tonight. He'll do something for you if you can believe him. Do you believe him? All things are possible. Only believe. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, the hour is here. The building's warm. But it's time. The time has come. I remember once, our dear Lord, when you looked up and said, Father, the hour has come. The hour has come for what? Oh, God, the hour has come now for people to believe. The hour has come for falling away of the church. The hour has come that religion would spread the world without salvation, form of godliness, denying the power thereof. The hour has come. The hour has come for your church to rise. This hour has to come for your raise out of the dust and shake herself and come to herself and realize positionally that she is the church of the living God and has rights over every, every redemptive blessing that you promised to her. They're hers tonight. God, the hour has come. Now grant, Lord, and the hour has come now at this hour for to pray for the sick. Almighty God, I pray that you'll send your angel tonight and may he go through this building and heal so many sick people that tomorrow there'll be a formal well stopped up everywhere, testimonies going everywhere, and people are testifying of the glory of God, and let them know that the church of God is rising, spreading forth her wings for that great flight that's coming. God made man move away from them wish and hope tonight unto a perfect understanding of God's plan and be healed tonight. Grant it, Father. Hear the prayer of your servant. I pray in Jesus Christ's name, amen. All right, God bless you. Now, if the organist uh, near me, I want to say one thing. I've got a little girl. i got a boy here that's, God may give me another one. I don't know. That boy's mother's dead. I've been daddy and mother both to him. And I love him. He's the only boy I have. God knows how I love him. I pray that God will make him a man after God's heart. That's what I pray. He's just in this adolescent age, a dangerous time of life. I desire you to pray for my boy. And he's a good boy. But he's got a little sister coming along, about six years old. That little sister, if God will just let me live, mother and I, to raise that child in the admiration of God, God's going to use that child. That little thing sat in the balcony the other night, and a poor old mother laying here dying with cancer. She's laying back in there somewhere. And I went out to the car. I couldn't get to myself good, and my boy kept saying, Can you drive, Dad? I said, I believe so, Sonny. I kept coming along. and felt all right. a little weak and trembling. I started off, and I heard a mother trying to hush the little girl. I said, What's the matter with Rebecca? And she was trying to tell me something, and I was trying to keep my eye on. 
right hand side. After a bit, she come put her little arms around me and started crying. She's sitting up there in the balcony. And she said, Daddy, she just had her two little front teeth pulled <laughs> a little naked place there without her teeth. She was crying, her little heart trembling. She said, when you said for all that wanted to be prayed for tonight, hold up her hand. Said the poor old mother was laying back there. She couldn't see you. You couldn't see her daddy. And she held up her hands and the people were standing up and you didn't see her. And she was trying to get you to see her hand. Said, daddy, something told me if you'd pray for her, Jesus, go to heal her. That struck on my heart. I went on a member before. She told me just exactly where a little poly old boy was with a little crutch that walked. For if I go pray for that little boy, God would heal him. It was so. And then as she was sitting there, a little high-pitched, nervous sort of a child, and I thought about it. I said, well, honey, Daddy prayed for everybody. said, yes, but honey, the poor old woman said she couldn't raise up and said she was trying to wave her handkerchief and you couldn't see her, Daddy. And she just cried her little self to sleep. And I just laid there and snubbed and cried until she went to sleep. Next night, she was sitting up in the balcony. And I, I didn't know who she was talking about because the woman was back there. And there was some cot cases and stretchers laying here. And it happened to be that night, the Holy Spirit moved around, caught that woman. She happened to be laying in front and spoke of her and told all about her conditions and pronounced her healed with a cancer in the name of Jesus Christ. And that was the letter you heard read here at the pulpit last night. She went home and her doctor and all of them knows that she's absolutely healed and well. I tell you, hallelujah. Oh, bless God. I don't know what's getting the matter with me, but I love him with all my heart. All right. Prayer cards. Let's see. Let's begin tonight and start praying for the sick. It's like, well, I asked everyone to stand that had that same disease and be prayed for at the same time. That was, I think the Lord was wonderfully in doing that. Don't you think so? That was wonderful. And now, I, there it is again. There's somebody playing around this place here that's just as much unbelievers can be, and I hope at some time I see who you are. I feel your spirit, and it is I'm going to call you right out, so you just get that marked right down, see? You've been here every night since we've had the meeting. And I, I'm just watching to see who it is. I believe it's, it's outside the audience here. I think it's in the building, but it's outside the audience. And I'm, just watch. I pray that God will just show you what you are. I have refrained from that a lot of times, but I, Peter didn't do it. He told Ananias to fire right where the thing was laying. That's right, and that hinders a whole lot, too. All right, just believe now with all your heart, and every Christian, throw your faith right into Jesus Christ now. Just say, Lord, we're pulling right up, anchoring up, tightening up. And many of you here, you... How many has been in the meetings before? Let's see your hands. Oh, I think all of you mostly. You know the operation of the Spirit of God. Now, bring your... Oh, this, uh, this is a lady. All right. Now, this lady standing here, I, I don't think i ever seen you. You're a stranger, are you, to me? I don't know you. Now, this lady standing here, there's not a way in the world. God knows. God knows this woman. But if I ever laid eyes on her before, any contact with her before, any way, God understands. See, I don't know nothing about her. She's just a woman that walked up here. Is this your first time in the meeting? You've been here before? You've been here before. What's your, what's your attitude towards what I've said? You believe it to be the truth? 
You believe it to be the truth. And you, you understand that I couldn't heal you if I... There's nothing in me to heal you. But there is a gift here that you couldn't hide your life from if you had to, see. You can't do that. And in that, it gives the audience there and you yourself a knowledge to know that God is here present. Isn't that right? That's perfectly right. All right? Then it only has to come by, by spiritual divine revelation, the power of God. You believe that? I was checking your spirit. See, see it's your, I know you're, you're a believer. You're a Christian. There has been sometimes someone try to deceive me like that. You've heard of what's happened. Come up trying to deceive, and they went away afflicted. All right. Now, I believe you come with sincerity. But you, us strangers... Now, the woman here, now, that you might know... Does anybody out there know this woman? Let's see. Anybody in the audience know her? Raise your hands anywhere. I don't see any hands. You must not be from around this part. Are you from around here? No, you're, you're away from here. All right. All right, I have no reason to believe, but watch your truthful woman being a Christian. I'd take your word, being a Christian. Now, look, audience, if there's the woman, she may have TB. She may have female trouble. She may, I, I don't know what's wrong with the woman. But if God will come down in his mercy as I speak to her and anoint and tell her her condition or whatever's wrong with her, wouldn't you be willing to accept that I have told you the truth? If I, if, if I hear, and the woman now, she knows there's nothing, there's nothing that I know about her, nothing at all, we're strangers, and if God will reveal to me what is wrong with her, then that ought to be sufficient. As Moses said, he didn't have to heal his hand every time he met an Israelite throw the stick down and make a snake out of it. He did it once and everybody believed him. Is that right? That's right. Now, God does these things for a vindication. Now, if Jesus Christ and this woman, and as I have you heard me what I've said, and she knows whether I'm telling the truth or not, God knows it the same way, and I'm a minister of the gospel, if God will speak to this woman through me, telling her what's wrong with her or whatever it's the matter, what her cause is, Will you out there believe then that I am telling you the truth that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, day, and forever? All right. Now remember, he may heal her, he may not. I don't know that. I, I only know what I, what I can see. Now, lady, I want you to stand right around this way, just right this way, so I can get from among those sick people that's there praying and crying and everything else trying to get in the line. There's been something pulling on me since you've been standing there, and that's the reason I've been talking to you so long. And um, sometimes when there's much faith, it's just like a, it's just like this way, <laughs> everywhere. And you, when it anoints down, then just everything sets in. It's kind of hard to hard sometimes to understand just what it is. But talking to you now, looking at you, and speaking to you. Now you believe our Lord, and you believe that He is the same today. Now, he promised that in this day that he would be with us in all ages. 
and he'd be just the same in every age that he was then. I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world. Was that his commission? Well, if he's our Lord, he could not say anything that was wrong and be our Lord and be God. He couldn't be. Then he absolutely is the same. Now, when he was here on earth, he didn't claim to heal people. He said, I can do nothing till my Father shows me. Is that right? But he could sure what the Father showed him, and he called the Pharisees hypocrites and whited walls and everything else. Well, then he told them all about their sins and things. Then he's the same today. He told the woman at the well, after talking to her a while, that's why I'm talking to you, till he tells me what is wrong. And you look healthy, you look strong, but God knows I don't. But he... Now you are aware right now that something's taking place, aren't you? Now, that, friends, I just wish the whole audience could feel that. Now, not by feeling. It isn't feeling. It's a faith. But when that angel of God moves near, there is, when a person's standing close, they have to feel it. Now, the woman's a Christian. You'd believe her, wouldn't you? If she's a Christian, confess. Is it so, lady? Raise your hand. You realize there's something coming in near, coming from this side, moving in. That's right. Now, he's the one who knows you. I do not. <clears throat> You've had lots of trouble. It's turning dark all around you. And I know what that means to me by interpretation of vision at this trouble near you somewhere. Yes. Yeah, it's a tumor. Isn't that right? It's a tumor's condition. Say, that's a... That must... It was... Is it the head? Wasn't that right? Isn't that right? Is that, you've had an operation for it. I see someone with a mask over their face uh, uh, operating. Isn't that true? The, the, a tumor at the... Yes. Yeah. Now you're... What you're studying about... The physician wants to place a something in their back. I see him holding something in his hand, and, and you're not willing to do it. You want to accept God as healing it. Is that right? It's broke from me. Was those things right? Was it true? Ever, ever bit true? Now, you heard me speaking, didn't you? But that wasn't me, sister. That was someone else. It was my voice, but it was someone else speaking. You believe it? Come here just a minute. Father, I pray thee in the name of your holy son, Jesus, to this poor woman. Thou knowest all of her conditions and troubles, and I ask for mercy for her. God, as your servant, a mortal that's got to leave out of this world someday, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, as I try to fulfill the commission that was given, they shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. Almighty God, I beg for this woman's healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, sister, with all my heart, I believe you're blessed of God now. You can go home. Not because I prayed for you, but because you believe. I don't think, I think it's all over. God bless you. That's all. God bless you. She says she's going to send the written testimony.
Now the anointing of the Holy Spirit is on me. <laughs> now it is. I don't know how long I'm going to stand tonight because it, that weakened me. But now there isn't a thing that what our Heavenly Father could not reveal at this minute. <laughs> That's exactly true. All right, bring the, bring the lady on and let her, let her come. All right. The first thing, I want you to believe with all your heart that God is here present to make known his deeds among the people. You believe now. All right. The woman is a deaf spirit moving against me. No, it's on her. Deaf, that's what it was. All right, bow your head. I thought I heard her talking, but she might have been talking but not hearing. Bow your head just a minute. Almighty God, great Jehovah who went down into the fiery furnace, the children of Israel, down there in that hot place and moved in and talked to the people. I pray thee in Jesus Christ's name that you help this poor woman who's standing here. Give mercy unto her, O God, by opening her ears, giving her hearing tonight. And as it is written in the Bible, that when the deaf spirit went out of the man, he could hear. And God, I pray that you'll give that this poor woman might be healed tonight. And now as your servant, help me, God, to have faith. This woman's ears will be open so I can talk to her. Now thou deaf spirit, you are a devil, a demon, that has entered this woman's ears to stop them up. And I come as a servant of Jesus Christ, as his representative here to his people, to represent him to the people. And he spoiled principalities. He robbed Satan of all of his powers at Calvary. And he robbed you of your hold on this woman. And I represent him tonight in a way of prayer. And it is written in the scripture, as my Lord said to you that day, it is written, in my name they shall cast out devils. And I say in the name of Jesus Christ, leave the woman, come out of her. You hear me? You hear me? You hear me now? Say amen. I'm just whispering. Now you're moving. Go on your road rejoicing. Give God praise. Will you do that? Look. Got a strange belief. You're orthodox. Will you accept Jesus Christ now as a great healer? You will? Would you like to receive the baptism of his spirit? Go and may God give it to you, woman, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Everyone reverent, be real. Reverend, believe with all your heart. 
Now, <clears throat> I, I'm a stranger to you, I believe, sir. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, I am a stranger. I, I, I do not know you. And only God knows you. I do not. That's right. And I, the only way that I'll have of knowing you, just a moment, that second lady sitting in there that's got high blood pressure sitting right there in that row, if you want to, you can stand up. Christ just heals you just saying, rise up. That's right. That's right. That's fine. Thank you. And the lady sitting right in front of you, she had the same thing. Isn't that right? The gray-haired lady sitting right there in front of you. She had the same thing. Yes, ma'am, that's right. You both can stand up. You're healed of that high blood pressure you had. I've seen a, a line, something like a mercury running up like that, and it kept holding but both of them women over top of this man. I've seen it running up, and the Holy Spirit said to me, now's the time for their healing. God bless you. Go home. Jehovah God be with you. Isn't he wonderful? Have faith. All right. Do you believe me to be his prophet, sir? A water gathering on the moon or something like that? Isn't that right? Is that true? Sir, is that right? Just what they can't understand, here it is. It's caused from a nervous condition. It's putting forth water in your lungs. That's a demon power that our doctor would never find in the world. And he cannot do nothing for it. If he had something he could lay his hands on, he could work. I do not disregard the doctor. He's a man. God sent him here to help. But he's working by knowledge. This is the Holy Spirit. See? That is a remedy. This is a cure. See? Do you believe me? You accept him as your healer, believing that them nerves will quieten them lungs will... Go away and dry up and be a normal lung. You believe that? Come forward then to be blessed. Almighty God, creator of heavens and earth, who made the lungs in this man, as you said to Moses, who said, I cannot speak well. You said, who made man's mouth? Thou did put words in this man's mouth. You did make his body. And Lord God, who am I to say, knowing maybe this has come to this hour, all things work to good for the good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. I pray, God, that with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, just now that you will let your healing grace come upon this man and may this condition leave his lungs and may we have his testimony back that others will be able to see this and see what God has done and may he give his testimony that they can't find a trace of it. And while speaking with the doctor, he'll happily say, I trusted the Lord Jesus, doctor, and he's done this for me. Granted, God, that there might be a testimony to the doctor, which we know that they believe that thou art the great physician. They only work under you and your supervision. God bless our brother and heal him in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe, my brother, with all my heart, your relief is at hand. God bless you. Oh, God, have pity on the sick and the needy. How that he would, his mercy endureth. How'd he do, sir? 
All right. Now, I am a stranger to you. Is that right, sir? Yes, sir. I, I, I don't know you. I, you're a stranger to me, so I just, as far as I know, I've never seen you. I, if I have, I, I don't, I'm not acquainted with you. Or, but the, there is someone who knows us both. Isn't that right, sir? He knows us both. And, uh, and you've come here tonight to be healed or whatever is wrong, and there's no way at all for me to know anything in the world about you, only lest God would reveal it in some way. You believe that? Yes. You, you do. And, um, and do you, you, with sincerity of heart, do you believe that what you have heard about Jesus Christ being the Son of God is the truth? You do. And do you believe that what the claim that I have made concerning his being his prophet by a vision to this end I was born, do you believe that's the truth? You believe it. Even though I would not say a thing, what is wrong with you or nothing but just pray for you and pass on, you'd believe it anyhow, wouldn't you? Maybe he might uh, be able to explain. Yes, sir. As soon as the Holy Spirit, which you are sure that there's something near, you're not accustomed to this feeling. You're a, a, a nervous person. Say, I see you coming from a distance. You come from somewhere here. Isn't that right? Yes. You're not. You're. You've, you've come from some other place coming here. You was away and come here. Somebody has brought you here or told you to come here. Yes. And you've not... You have... You're here to be delivered about something that you do. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. It's something that's ruining your life and wrecking your life. Is that right? Yes. Which is drinking. That's right. You're an alcoholic. Yes. And somebody has told you... And if I'm not mistaken, you was north and come south, coming here. Is that right? Yes. You accept him as your Savior now? Yes. Believe that from this hour, he's the only thing that can take this thing away from you? Yes. All right. You now accept him as your Savior. You now believe that he is the Son of God and he died at Calvary to take away your sins. And you don't want to do that. You're only ruining yourself, sending yourself to a devil's hell and a sinner's grave. And, and you don't want it to be that way. And it's got you all nervous and shuck up. Is that right? That's right. Now, you accept him as your Savior. Yes. And now, do you believe then if I'll ask God that that devil will leave you? What I'm thinking about... There's been somebody that's healed, and I believe I see her sitting up there. A, a little alcoholic was healed here not long ago, sitting right there in a meeting somewhere. If I turned around and felt, is that right if it is? Stand up, lady. Uh, is somewhere right? That's right. Exactly. Uh, you're sitting there praying for that man. That's right, isn't it, lady? I'm not reading your mind, but I've seen you sitting there. Haven't you been healed on this platform of the same thing? Your spirit's having to get lined together. Say, somebody else you're praying for. Isn't that your dad sitting near you there? Is that right? 
Is that right? He's hard of hearing, isn't he? Lay your hand over on him. You accept Jesus as your Savior too, Dad? All right, go home. Both of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my brother, go home and sent my daddy to a grave, brother. Go home tonight and never drink another drop and you're going to be all right. Let us say praise be to Almighty God who made the heavens and the earth. Sir, join yourself with some good full gospel church now. Live for Christ the rest of your days. God will use you. Not only you, but he'll cause others like you to come out and walk in this lovely light and someday meet me on where we shake hands on the other side. You'll remember I'll call to your attention on the platform tonight where God delivered you of the drinking habit, where you accepted him as your Savior. Oh, my people, why don't you believe our Lord Jesus Christ? Be reverent. How do you do? I seen your flesh before me, but with those glasses at home, but it seemed like, uh, no, that's all right. It was a, a, a younger woman that was standing there first. I, there wasn't one else on the platform. Now, that's strange. A young red-headed woman was standing right here. May the Lord God of heaven show it to me. There she sits right up there in the balcony. And the girl is wiping her eyes and there's something wrong with her eyes. Is that right, young lady? If it is, stand up. The red-headed girl stand there for that. All right, young lady, you were going blind. I've seen you stand here, I've seen the glasses on the woman, I've seen it with something wrong with your eyes. Do you believe me to be his prophet now? You accept Jesus as your healer? Go home and be well in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you believe me as God's prophet? If there's anything uh, wrong with you, God will reveal it to me. You believe that? With all your heart? Yes, lady. You know what I'm fixing to say right now because you're thinking about it. Not because you're thinking about it, but you're here to be delivered from something. Isn't that right? You're all nervous and shook up. Isn't that right? And it's caused from a very bad habit. A habit that's a, one of the lowest habits that women ever taken up, smoking cigarettes. Is that right? Is it right? Do you believe me to be his prophet? You accept him as your savior? Deliver from this? You pray to him now through God the Father, through Jesus Christ's name. He forgive you of every sin and you'll throw cigarettes down and never touch them again the rest of your life. God bless you, my sister. Go home and may the Lord Jesus deliver you. I curse this habit of tobacco in the name of Jesus Christ. Go Go home now and be a Christian the rest of your days. Let's say thanks be to God. You can say you can do it and be a Christian if you want to, but the Holy Spirit said don't do it. You want to brand me a fanatic, you brand him the fanatic. I only speak as he speaks. Come, lady. I ain't going to be able to stand much longer.
You believe me to be God's prophet? You believe that God sent me to, to, to pray for you? No way in the world I have of having any connection with you. I don't know you, never seen you in my life. You're just a stranger to me, is that right? You believe now, if, I, if God will let me know what is wrong with you, that you will accept Jesus as your healer? You will, with all your heart. All right? You've tried everything that could be thought of to get rid of it. But you've got a stomach trouble. Is that right? And it's an ulcer, and it's laying right in the pit of the stomach. That whatever you eat burns, hurts you, and you have sour stomach, upset, acidy teeth. Is that right? Exactly. All right. Almighty God, author of life, I now curse this stomach trouble in the name of Jesus Christ. May it come out of her and leave her. God bless you, sister. Now go on and eat anything you want to. God bless you. Now, lady, while sitting there wondering, and that woman was healed with stomach trouble, you were healed with the same thing. You had stomach trouble, too. That's what you see, you All right, you can go down and eat if you want. Do whatever you want. You believe down that line with all your heart, with all your soul. How many down there believe? Right down in that line. You believe with all your heart, with all your soul. Look. You've never got down into this prayer line. You're just standing there. That the audience might know that God has sent me to be his prophet. I want you to, Reverend Cox, to go along and surrender those prayer cards. Take the prayer cards up. I want you to look this way to me. I want you to believe with all your heart, every one of you. I'm going to ask you something. And now you look this way, everyone. Do you solemnly believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? You're half laying. That's all right, sir. Say, by the way, you. Stand out there. That's all right. Let your head lay there. Put it in your hand. Walk up this way a little bit. Walk this way just a little bit. Look here to me just a minute. Do you believe me to be God's prophet? You do. I have no way at all of knowing nothing wrong with you. I do not know you. I've never seen you in my life. But you're hungering and thirsting after God. Say, aren't you a Catholic by faith? Haven't you belonged to the Catholic Church? Is that right? Raise up your hand. I see you with them prayer beads. And you've, you've been going to another kind of a church. And that's some kind of a, I believe it's a Christian science church or something. Some kind of a reader or something was sitting before you. And they told you that you was hoaxed or something other wrong with you. That something had happened to you. But in your heart, you belong to the Catholic Church. And will you accept Jesus tonight as your healer? If you will, raise your hands way high. Put your hands way up if you'll believe Jesus as your healer. There's a rebound on this year and you can't hear me. The vision's broke from me. That's right. All right. Let me take this over here by me. The things that I told you are true. 
and you know the Lord. Your life has been a misery to you because Satan has tried to do this. There's nothing wrong. God has mercy on you. And now, if you will save your life, Diabetes can be healed, setting her. she wants to. Just have to have faith in God. Oh, things are becoming black. Just a minute. Just a minute. I just can't see anymore. See, it's getting all blurred out. You believe? Everybody? How about these people in here in the cots? Aren't you startling in there? Sure you are. Folks, I, I wish I could stay a little longer, but this is three weeks straight meeting and I, I'm just about to go down. <laughs> I must go aside just a few minutes for rest. Let's bow our heads everywhere. Every one of you, repeat this prayer after me. Do you believe that, that I know our Lord? I know the words that defeat Satan. I'll say this and you repeat it. Almighty God, Creator of heavens and earth, Author of everlasting life, Giver of every good gift, send your mercies upon me tonight. I believe truly, God the Father Almighty, Jesus Christ His Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe in the church, and in this church God has set some prophets, teachers, evangelists. Almighty God, I now believe that I am in the presence of that church, and I now accept the message of divine healing to myself. From this night hence, I shall trust you. I am going to believe that you heal me now. For I accept my healing in your finished work at Calvary. In the name of Jesus Christ, I receive it. Reverend now, it's in your it's in your mouth your confession now 
Just stand over this side a minute. Let me pray for you now. If God has given me power to break devils up on this platform, to set the neurotics free, to make the dope fiends and dope addicts and cancers leave, surely I speak that which is truth. You've confessed Jesus as your healer. You believe with all your heart now. And then all the strength that I have I'll go forward to charge and challenge this darkness that hangs just above you. Oh, God, my Father, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me for this purpose, ordaining this, that I should bring this message to the people before the foundation of the world, that they might know that thou art the only true God and Jesus Christ thy Son. And as I stand here, Lord, tonight, around 18 straight nights, being led here by the Holy Spirit, O Father of Spirit, hear my prayer. Hear my prayer as I call to you, as my physical body is weakening and my strength is sapping from me. And there are those here, hundreds of them, who are in need of healing. God, I know that you've sent Jesus Christ to die and to be wounded for our transgressions, and with his stripes we were healed. Oh, Lord, I believe that. I believe these people are reaching forward through that mist yonder, all beyond that little dark spell over that cloud, just beyond that star yonder, until their prayers are climbing now around the throne of God. And then, Lord, as your prophet, standing between the living and the dead, anointed by the Holy Spirit, I go forward to challenge any spirit of doubt that would be here, that the children of God might be healed. Now, Satan, you who are hanging around here with a question mark across the Word of God, you're literally disposed tonight. You're exposed. God has revealed you and told you right out who you are and what you are, and you're a liar and the father of a lie. And as a church of God, as one of the members of that church, as born again by the Holy Spirit and by being called in this world to be a prophet, and these people has confessed Jesus Christ as their healer and as interceding as a priest standing between the living and dead, I say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I break your powers and leave this building. In the name of Jesus Christ, turn every one of them loose. Come out of them. Satan, leave them. Now you on the cots and in the stretchers, on the chairs, rise up. You that's sick and afflicted, there they are, walking up, the crippled and afflicted, going healed. Stand up. Everybody stand and sing with us now. Jesus, bring.